episode of the Life to the Fullest podcast with Ignite Life, Casey. I want to welcome you in to this wonderful episode. If you find yourself listening to this podcast, that means we want to say thank you for your support. It's my hope that each and every single one of you, each and every one of you enjoys listening to this podcast and that this episode inspires and motivates you to bring life and hope to Kansas City and beyond. Please stay tuned for more season two episodes as as Ignite Life KC continues bringing life and hope to Kansas City and beyond. Let's jump into it today. Here's what I believe, and I don't know if you believe this either, but I believe that this Life to the Fullest podcast will equip and encourage you to live your best life and glorify Jesus as you walk out your faith life in him, because it's in him that we live, we move, and we have our being. That's Acts chapter 17, verse 28 in the NIV. And Jesus wants us to have life to the fullest. You've got to look at his words to us. You've got to look at his words to us in John chapter 10, verse 10 in the Good News Translation. Here's what the word says. The thief comes only in order to steal, to kill, and destroy. But I have come that you might have life and life in all its fullness. Welcome welcome to the podcast, Unlimited Grace. We want to welcome you in and be excited with you for this live podcast. We are so appreciative that you have found us and that maybe you'll give us some love and help us to reach our goal of reaching more people than ever before from our studio here in Kansas City, Missouri. That's right. We're coming to you. We're coming to you live from Kansas City, Missouri, and that's why we're called Ignite Life KC. That's why this is called Life to the Fullest Podcast, because this means that you have chosen to know how to live your life to the fullest. And we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about how Jesus is full of unfailing love and faithfulness. We're going to see exactly through scripture how. Jesus has unlimited unlimited grace, unlimited love, and unlimited faithfulness. Because that's what we need in our lives. We We need that everlasting, unbounding, limitless grace, that limitless love, and that limitless faithfulness that only Jesus offers. Here's what John chapter 1, verse 16 through 17 says in the NLT. From his abundance, we have all received one gracious blessing after another. For the law was given through Moses, but God's unfailing love and faithfulness came through Jesus Christ. You see, Jesus has given us one gracious blessing after another. You got to look at those words again. From his abundance, we have received one gracious blessing after another. Man, I don't know about you, but when I wake up every single day, I count my blessings and I can't even count that high because those limitless blessings and that limitless grace goes on and on and on forever. You see, God gave Moses the Ten Commandments and from those Ten Commandments came 650 laws, rules, and regulations that these Pharisees and these Sadducees wanted the people to abide by. Can you imagine 
650 laws, rules, and regulations to abide by. There is no possible way you could meet every law, every rule, and every regulation that these Pharisees made up and made up and made up, made up, made up, made up. And it goes on and on and on, sky high, until you can't reach godliness without obeying all of that. And then your entire life comes crashing down if you disobey just one law. You see, Moses didn't want to burden the people. And so what did he do? He went up on the mountain, Mount Sinai. He received in Exodus 20, those 10 commandments. And from that came all this other stuff that they had to do too. It wasn't supposed to prevent them from getting closer to God. But by the time Jesus came, the people were fed up. They were frustrated. They didn't know how to get closer to God. And then Jesus shows up on the scene. And from his abundance, we have received one gracious blessing after another, after another, after another, after another. The blessings and the provision the presence and the power of Almighty God go before them, and it changes everything. You see, there's no possible way they could ever keep those 650 laws, rules, and regulations that the Pharisees and the Sadducees heaped upon the people. And not only that, but they had to submit to the Roman rule too. There's no way they could do that. And then Jesus comes along like a breath of fresh air and he brings freedom from captivity he brings an alternative way to live that sets anyone and everyone free how because of his unfailing love and his faithfulness you see when jesus came everything changed when jesus came nothing stayed the same come on somebody and so that's how god wants us to live Showing that agape love that sets people free because of faith in Jesus means that you are free indeed. You see, John 1.18 goes on to say, no one has ever seen God, but the unique one who is himself God is near to the Father's heart. He has revealed God to us. Jesus is the unique one, and the unique one is near to the Father's heart. He came to show people the way, the truth, and the life. He came to show them that there's no other way to the Father except through me. That's what Jesus says. You see, we've never seen God, but Jesus reveals God to us. We don't know. And we won't know what God looks like, but Jesus is the visible image of the invisible God, like Colossians 1, 15 and 16 says. You see, God is gracious and compassionate, forgiving the sins of his people to a thousand generations, like Exodus 34, 6 in the NLT describes. And he desires to have a relationship with us. You see, when we accept Jesus into our hearts and lives. We are engaging in a real relationship with a loving God who only wants the best for us. And as we grow in a relationship with him, we will know his plans and his purposes for us.
as we walk out our lives before him each and every day. You see, God wants us to press on to know Jesus because Jesus wants the best for us. And he wants the rest of us too because when we give everything to Jesus, he uses all of it for his kingdom and for his glory. And so we need to say all to Jesus, I surrender. I surrender all. I surrender all. You see, Christ is the visible image of an invisible God. That's what Colossians 1, 15 through 16 in the NLT says. He existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creation. For through him, God created everything in the heavenly realms and on earth. You see, he made the things we can see and the things we can't see. He made thrones, kingdoms, rulers, and the authorities in the unseen world. Everything was created through him and for him. He is the visible image of an invisible God. You see, the Bible says that Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. And he existed before anything was created. He's supreme over all of creation. And Jesus is Lord of all creation. He made everything that we can see, people like you and me. And he also made the things we can't see. He made the thrones, the kingdoms, the rulers, and all the authorities in the unseen world. Why did he do that? Because everything was created through him and for him. Jesus doesn't want anyone to perish. Not even the worst person in the world that you might hate with an everlasting hate. You see, we were created to know God and make him known. And the only way to know God is through a relationship with Jesus. When we understand that, we are well on our way to knowing Jesus. You see, Jesus wants us to know him today. He wants us to know his character. He wants us to know his likeness. He wants us to know who he is and what he does for us. In Exodus, you got to go all the way back to the book of Exodus to know who he is and what he does for us. Because Moses... This is where I'm going to end. This is amazing. Here, here's, here's what I love. This is what I absolutely love. Moses asked God to see God's glory. Can you imagine the audacity? God had just given him the Ten Commandments. Moses is up there communing with God as a man communes with his friend face to face. And then all of a sudden, the bold request comes. God, I want to see your glory. I want to know who you are and exactly what you are like. And so God, out of his graciousness, he redoes the original Ten Commandments that Moses threw down to the ground and destroyed because the people were worshiping idols when Moses came down from the mountain. They weren't worshiping God. Moses thought they were at war. Moses said, I hear the sound of war there in the camp. And then he goes down the mountain and sees them worshiping God. He sees them engaging in sexual immorality and idolatry and all these things that God didn't want them to do. And before he even got to tell them the law, he threw those tablets to the ground and they destroyed. Then he destroyed the brazen image of the idol 
Then he made, then he goes back up on the mountains. He said, y'all better repent because I'm going back up the mountain to ask God not to destroy you. And while he's up there pleading and intercessing, interceding for God's people, he asked God, God, I've prayed to you. I've sought you. I want to know you. Let me see your glory. And he asked that in Exodus 33. And this is this is the response that God gives him in Exodus 34, verses 6 through 7 in the NLT. And this is where I end today because you need to know exactly what the character of God is like and what he can do in and through you if you let him. It says, the Lord passed in front of Moses, calling out, Yahweh, the Lord, the God of compassion and mercy, I am slow to anger and filled with unfailing love and faithfulness. I lavish unfailing love to a thousand generations. I forgive iniquity, rebellion, and sin. But I do not excuse the guilty. I lay the sins of the parents upon their children and their grandchildren. The entire family is affected, even children in the third and fourth generations. You see, God is a God of compassion and mercy. He does not let people go unpunished if they're living a life that is full of sin. But he offers to us unlimited grace, mercy, and compassion through his son, Jesus. We have to accept Jesus into our lives, turn from our wicked ways, and seek God's face. Then he will hear us from heaven. He will forgive our sins, and he will heal our land. You want to know the recipe for revival? It's right there. Turn your face towards God. Come on, somebody. Turn your face towards Jesus. Seek his face and you will see God's presence, power, and glory. You see, when, when Moses wanted to see God's glory, he couldn't show Moses his face. So he caused his likeness to pass by. What does that even mean? God's likeness? is the words that he speaks. Because if you were to look upon a holy God as unholy as we are, there is no one righteous, no, not one. But if we were to look upon God, we would surely die immediately. Even Isaiah said, woe is me for I am ruined. See, they didn't have the rest of the story back then. We didn't have all 66 books of the Bible like we did now. So all they had was God's presence and God's power and God's word to go on. And they passed his words down from generation to generation to generation to generation to generation so that somebody in this world might accept God's forgiveness and restoration in their lives just even once and live for him every single day. So what does that even mean? God declared to Moses, and he still declares to us today who he is. Ooh, excuse me. Who he is and what he is like. This is how he describes himself. First of all, 
he declared his covenant name, Yahweh, over Moses. He said, I am Yahweh the Lord. I am full of compassion and mercy. And he also declares that he is slow to anger and full of unfailing love and faithfulness. He then declares that he lavishes unfailing love to a thousand generations and he forgives our iniquity, rebellion, and sin. And that includes every sin for all time. Lastly, before God's presence passes by, he warns Moses that he doesn't excuse the guilty, but rather he lays the sins of the parents on their children and their grandchildren. But we are different from them because we have the ability to ask God for forgiveness, turn towards him and seek his face. So we can have the same encounter that Moses had. All we have to do is one thing, turn our face towards God, seek his face today, and we will see God's presence, his power, and his glory. And I never like ending a podcast episode, whether live or pre-recorded, without giving you the opportunity to know this one thing Jesus saves. We believe that everyone falls short of God's glory. That's Romans 3.23. We believe that we are all sinners who are in need of a Savior. That's Romans 5.8. We believe that Jesus came to save us from our sins. That's Romans 6.23. And I never like ending a podcast episode without giving you the opportunity to say, the salvation prayer with me. So say this prayer with me today. Say, dear Jesus, I believe in you and I give you my life. Thank you for your life, your death on the cross, and your resurrection from the grave. Forgive me my sins. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. And thank you for saving me. It's in Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, Amen. Hey, it's been a joy and a pleasure to hang out with you live here on the podcast episode. Here in the podcast episode room here on Podbean. I want to give you the opportunity to connect with us. I put it in the live show show notes to get over to my website, ignitelifekc.com, and go check out my website today because we're doing new stuff. We're doing new stuff across our social media channels every single day. And so we want you to connect with us. While you're there, click on that little chat bubble in the bottom corner and send me a message and tell me where you're listening from. I want to hear from you, Unlimited Grace. I want to hear from you, all you other listeners that are in here today. I want to know where you are listening to us from today. I want to know where you're listening to us today. We're going to get up off of here. Um, it is time for me to go. I've been going for almost half an hour, but I wanted to make sure you got this right now word that you can use to grow in your relationship with him because we want you to know Jesus and make him known. That's why we're here at the Life to the Fullest podcast. So you can know Jesus and make him known because that's what we want. We want you to know Jesus and grow in your relationship with him so you can go in his power to your neighbors and the nations. Thank you guys so, so much for watching. It's time for me to get up out of here. Peace.